Welcome to the Inside Story on Franchising with valuable insights on how to create multiple streams of income through franchising and building businesses. Host Ricardo Matos has spent more than 25 years building businesses in multiple industries and helping other business owners succeed. His expertise and entrepreneurial know-how will educate and inspire you. On the show, Ricardo brings together industry experts and insiders who share solutions and strategies along with a passion for helping entrepreneurs make the best decision when it comes to buying a franchise or any business opportunity and much more. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast Franchise, or should I say Franchise Podcast. Today we have Maria and Peter and Maria Drukov is the CEO of a co-founder of Ink Tattoo. Maria Correa started in the Department of Defense where she support highly priority accounts for the U.S. military intelligence community. And a lawmaker, Maria then launched a boutique consulting company that served the U.S. intelligence community and have employees in multiple states. Welcome to the Inside Story podcast, Maria and Peter. How are you today? Good. How are you, Ricardo? I'm pleased to have you both Today, yeah. to talk about your business and what your business is all about. Yeah, Can thanks for Please having us. enlighten us to our listeners who you are and what you are and what is it you actually do and what is Ink Boutique or Tattoo? Okay, yeah. So, we uh, <laughs> thank you for the introduction. Um, so, our background actually has nothing to do with tattoos. Um, we're not tattoo artists. Um, we, you know, as you um, said a little bit there, we have a background in uh, kind of the corporate space, working with the military, and Peter is a Navy veteran. He can give you more of his background. Um, but, you know, I, I started my career with working with the Department of Defense, went on to start my own government contracting company, and really learned a lot of uh, corporate functions there. And kind of with that background, um, we started, I don't know if Pete wants to kind of talk yeah, more about Yeah, it's a little bit it. about about me, uh, Naval Academy, went five years active duty in the Navy, multiple deployments, got out, was a, yeah, <laughs> was a consultant um, for a few years, defense consultant, Pentagon, and then worked in a tech industry and uh, did a few startups and other companies, Georgetown MBA. So just like Maria, military and corporate background, not a tattoo artist and um yeah so how yeah so uh, we when we started ink um we were really kind of trying to solve a problem for ourselves um for folks in kind of our demographic who have no prior tattoo experience and want to get just something maybe simple small done um we found that uh, there weren't a lot of places out there that were kind of offering the kind of experience that today's tattoo customers are looking for so that's why we started ink um and we you know we've been called the, the apple store of tattoo parlors that kind of gives you a visual of of the aesthetic um but everything is clean minimalist design and uh everything is designed to be you know welcoming for customers especially people who have no other tattoo experience um, you know, it's, 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 it's funny that you guys said that you guys are from the navy but i did serve with the navy also <laughs> Uh, I, I was attached to many different units with the search main unit and a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, it's kind of funny. You guys are in the industry of tattoos. In a way, you guys are not tattoo artists. You guys are in the community of officers in the Navy. And, you know, the Navy has all these regulations about tattoos. And yeah. I don't know I don't know if, how many tattoos you guys have, but, you know, it's kind of interesting to have you guys are evolving something from uh, a standard point of view where it used to be a taboo and now it's becoming right. the norm for everybody. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's like if you don't have a tattoo, it's like, oh, 
okay, how come you're not branding yourself right yeah. now? Yeah, no, I, I think you got, you hit it right there on the head. It's like before it used to be like, you know, motorcycle clubs, underground culture, military, but now it's absolutely mainstream. We're, so we're catering, catering to that mainstream demographic the lawyers, the professionals, they need a place that they feel comfortable coming into and the experience is what they expect. Being able to book online and get calendar, you know, reminders about your appointment, upload the design that you want. We've kind of modernized the process and streamlined it because we're business people. We came in from the outside of the industry. We saw an opportunity to really help the customers and also the artists because we, we hire the artists, the salaried employees. So we take care of them. They don't have to rent a chair. They don't have to buy their own supplies. We take care of the artists so that they can focus on what they like to do. Art. So yeah, so enlighten us more in depth. Okay, when you started uh, Ink Tattoo, the business itself, your business model was not necessarily tailored to the traditional tattoo industry. Correct. Can you elaborate more in depth what you meant and when you're saying that your tattoo business is literally different than the usual tattoo industry? Yeah, sure. So so the traditional tattoo industry is generally a lead artist will own their own shop. So they're not a business person, they're an artist, and then they rent out chairs to other artists uh, and then have a commission or revenue split. So each individual artist is a 1099 independent contractor to that organization, to the other artists, and then they have to split the cash that they accept. They have to do their own marketing, buy their own supplies. So it's really everybody for themselves. It's a very fragmented industry this way. And which is why you haven't really seen it scale beyond just individual shop owners. What we came in is we're creating a consistent playbook, a consistent business process and experience that can be picked up and plopped down anywhere um, via franchising. And it's really meant to just standardize the experience for customers. A customer can come in, feel welcome, book online, we do not accept cash. So, you know, credit cards, very seamless, frictionless experience. Yeah. And we're being very transparent about the pricing too. hourly appointments. Um, so we price by the hour, almost like a consulting business model. And just to elaborate more on the artist side there, since they're not 1099 contractors, we hire them as employees. We give them a stable salary, working hours, benefits, and they literally just have to come in and do what they're great at, which is tattoos. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So what are some of the challenges that you both have been facing when the business of the into a franchise model? Yeah, so I, I can take this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we are new to franchising um, and we finished our, you know, all the documents, went to our first trade show in Miami um, last year literally two or three weeks before COVID really hit the U.S. So um, that in itself has been, you know, a, a big challenge trying to franchise um, and trying to, you know, talk to potential leads who are kind of cautious about what's going to happen, you know, three months from now, six months from now. So that in itself has been challenging with, you know, the, the only kind of franchising we've known is has been COVID franchising, right? Um, the kind of the flip side of that, you know, obviously the travel is complicated. Um, getting a face-to-face -face meeting is complicated. So um, what we've been focusing on a lot this past year is having those great conversations with, with leads. Um, it's doing virtual discovery days. Uh, it's meeting, you know, people in the franchising industry like yourself, you know, getting out there meeting a lot of great folks who are the professionals in the space and getting the word out about our brand. Um, so let me ask you this. The people that are coming to you who are wanting to invest in owning a business and becoming 
a franchisee's owner of your business. What are some of the challenges that you are facing that they're asking you or they're connecting with you that you have able to solve? Yeah, so, so I think there are two, two challenges there. One is we're an emerging concept, totally brand new. You know, our boutique that we operate has been open almost two years now. So one thing that in the franchising space, generally candidates like to see is years and years and years of, of growth or years of operations. We're, so we're a little new. That's one challenge we have to overcome. And we overcome it by pointing to the fact that the tattoo industry has been around for literally thousands of years. This is an industry that is not going away. Um, so, and it's growing too. In yeah. fact, one out of every four Americans has a tattoo. Another like wow. 19%. Yeah, another 19% are considering getting one. So we're really hitting that niche of, a growing uh, customer base. So that's one challenge. It's just uh, we haven't been in operations for too, too long. It's been almost two years. Um, I think the other concept too is for people to wrap their heads around is that we are kind of reimagining the tattoo experience and changing the industry um, in a way that our candidates that we're looking for, they're business people. We're looking for business people and leaders, not tattoo artists. So we're looking for business people to run a model that they may not be familiar with just because the tattoo industry is still going through that evolution of going mainstream. So we're there to help push it forward into that direction and then capture that market. Interesting. Now with everything that you guys know about the tattoo industry, do you have uh, what do you call it? Uh, a mock-up or an existing place that looks like what it is today compared to what it, it should be look like? I mean, in other words, what should I say? You're, you're talking about a boutique, but do you have a boutique look like an example that you can share? That ours look like? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, we the one that we operate, our flagship boutique, I mean, it's website, you can look at By any chance, do you have it in your computer that if I give you a share right, you can show us a picture of what it looks like to a model today? Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, we also have pictures on our website, too. Oh, okay. Let's do that. So yeah, let's do our website. Your website. Yeah, they can visit yeah. your website. But yeah. uh, my understanding is that your your boutiques is completely different than what the yeah. usual yeah. is. So no. can you give us a more general uh, understanding uh, so that people who are listeners have a vivid yeah. idea. Describe what it is more like. It's more of a, a, a recall. Uh, yeah. Give me a description of what it looks like. I mean, what it's sure. Like. So it's uh, we've been compared to a spa, and like I said okay, earlier. Okay, there we go. Store. <laughs> yeah. um, but when you walk in, it's very minimalist. Uh, the walls are white. There are no, um, you know, what they call flash art on the walls or designs, mock-ups. Um, so we like to keep it really sterile. And that also sends a, a really powerful signal to the customer that, you know, if the walls are white and, and all the equipment is out there, uh, they're not, you know, looking around, right? <laughs> You're not going to catch anything walking in here. So Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you you um, emphasize a cleanest environment of, exactly. uh, yeah. of positive energy that allows it to them exactly. to be more... Exactly. more focus on what they're looking for instead of being overwhelmed with yep. different yep. art uh, scenes and things like that that are all over the posted over the walls. They yeah. intimidate people. Like um, one time I walked into one place and it was called, uh, there was a sign that says, uh, Born to Lose. And I looked at it, well, why would someone want to put that tattoo in their body? <laughs> Born to lose. I mean, like, that's like predicting that you're a loser, right? I mean, and somebody will actually, I think that person has to have it first tattoo in their mind before they can actually tattoo in their body. Because yeah. you would have to be uh, one of those persons that they're so negative in energy in life that whatever you actually see becomes that. I saw that and I was like, 
Uh, some, that is it. That I would never want to. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Have, I would like to say born to win, but you know, <laughs> but when I saw that, it was intimidating. I was like, okay, I'm not going in there. <laughs> you know, that you guys give a different total vibe on that aspect. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. do you guys love more about your business? Yeah, there's there's a lot of things to love. Um, it's especially for somebody coming from kind of a, a office corporate background. It's not looking at spreadsheets, right? It's working with very real customers um, and very real artists, <laughs> and it's just a very tangible business. So, um, I one of the things I really like is, and, and even though we're not artists, we still get to be part of a team that really kind of delivers a, a meaningful experience to customers. Because everybody that comes to us comes to us with a story, right? Even if it's a tattoo that you think is, you know, a little bit goofy or you're not really sure what that means to that person getting it, um, it's really powerful and it's really personal. And so we get a lot of customers who are getting, for example, a memorial tattoo for somebody who passed that they love. Um, We get people who've just accomplished, you know, a huge fitness goal or a weight loss goal um, or, you know, just some kind of big lifestyle, life uh, achievement. Um, And they're coming to us to help us, to help them remember it, right? So getting getting, um, the chance to kind of deliver that to them it's it's really it's powerful and it's um rewarding i would say and i I personally also like working you know with the artists because they just have such a creative way of thinking um and problem solving that's not like you know anything you see in kind of the corporate world so that's that's what's really cool to me that's understandable (laughs) so let me ask you about the business itself where are your plan what are your future growth or the planned growth of your business which territories that you have open, which states have territory availability, and Mm -hmm. what are the chances and potential for people becoming owners of your franchise in those states? Yeah, so so we're headquartered in Northern Virginia, right outside DC. That's where our flagship boutique is in Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, And since we just started franchising, you know, last year, uh, we're still, we have plenty of great territories still available, and we're really focused on the mid-Atlantic. So um, North Carolina, South Carolina, on down to Georgia and Florida, then across over to Texas. Uh, we, we, we know these areas. Uh, we think there's a lot of great potential for uh, the franchisees to have a customer demographic in these areas uh, for, for tattoos. The weather's great. And it's easy for us to support uh, the franchisees, too. Uh, being in Virginia, you know, we can hop on a plane or drive down and support the franchisees uh, very easily. And what are the most... Uh... Uh, do you have currently how many uh, designs of tattoos or do the people come in and bring their own design? No, we're totally custom. There's Everybody brings in their own design or comes to an artist and says, I'm thinking of this. Can you design something for me? So we're 100% custom focused, totally on the customer. Um, none like you were saying, like flipping through a book and being like, I want this, this or that. We don't have those books. It's totally custom boutique. And now what is it, the uh, chances of your business? Um, is, it, is your business structural model on a royalty base or a licensee base? How, how is yeah. your business model? It's like the typical franchise model of uh, 6% royalty and then 1% for the system ad fund, uh, you know, franchise fee upfront and then the royalties um, monthly after that, um, not licensing. Not licensing. We, yeah. Not like it's, it's basically a strictly uh, a, a, a franchise model. That it yeah, strictly a franchise model. And coming from military and then, you know, government and running our own businesses, like our operations manual is very detailed. <laughs> we love uh, 
we love the attention to detail. So, uh, what is it that you guys offer to your franchisee to be more opinion with? Do you give uh, technical support? Do you give a uh, website? Do you give? Yeah. What is it that you guys provide for a franchisee who wants to be owner? What do they get when they become yeah. owners of yours? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So we, I mean, we support them kind of every step of the way. So the um, initial franchisee gets you. Uh, you know, site visits for us to come out and look at your uh, site selection, right? Um, it gets you training to come out and, and meet our team before opening. It gets us a visit up there uh, to their location to make sure all the boxes are checked before the actual opening. So there's a lot of stuff that's kind of packaged in that initial franchise fee. Um, it allows you use of our intellectual property and our trademarks, um, our confidential operations manual that, you know, as we said, is a very, very thorough covers absolutely everything from, you know, your grand uh, grand opening promotion to where you should be advertising to down to the level of how you should have the artist station set up. Um, so absolutely everything's included and we do help with, you know, real estate selection. Um, yeah. We can, we have partners that we can refer to for financing um, and just kind of being with you along, you know, maintaining those open lines of communication along the way to get you to a successful start. So basically anything any franchise system is, and we understand that somebody coming in as a franchisee for us may not be familiar with the tattoo industry. So we train them up on it. We teach them the different styles, how to select an artist, you know, how to kind of do the marketing towards a tattoo customer. Mm -hmm. We have templates for that. Um, so really soup and nuts, everything um, to make sure that they are successful. And, and our, uh, so our uh, boutique was started with the help of um, a senior artist who's been around this industry for 50 years. So it's not just, you know, kind of us coming in with yeah. no background to this. We're leveraging um, this artist who grew up on the West Coast, kind of in that traditional old school underground scene, and then had his own shop for a number of years, um, saw what we were doing and actually came out to the East Coast to join us in this because, you know, his comments were, I've been around this industry for a long time and something like this needed to have happened. So, you know, he's excited to be part of this and we, we leverage him a lot for that kind of technical. Well, um, you guys saw a problem in the old traditional tattoo industry. You came out with possibilities and you created a solution within those possibilities. Yep. And you took it into place into a franchise model. Yeah. This is awesome. This is great. And I noticed that um, you guys are going to be providing a lot of great service based on what you're telling me about expertise. One of the quick questions that every single person who wants to own a franchise always asks, how much marketing and advertising will you guys be doing to the brand, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how much uh, marketing and business themselves have to continue doing for their business to continue to strive? You know, sure. can you elaborate more in depth? What, what are some of the returns? What are some of those uh, advantages and so on? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, we have a 1% system ads fund. So the franchisee would be contributing towards that. And being one of the first franchisees, we'd then be putting that money to work directly for them to generate and grow their customer base for their local area. Um, and on top of that, we ask that franchisees set aside another 1% for their own local marketing. And again, we provide all the templates. Um, we'll teach them how to use all the digital marketing uh, so they don't have to outsource the consultants. Like we will really want every single dollar that they put towards marketing to actually go towards marketing as opposed to others. Yeah. Very such, nice. a, such a visual business, right? So it's, it's fun to market it. Um, we have a very strong kind of emphasis on brand. You know, we consistent colors, consistent feel. Um, we really like to incorporate kind of giving back to the community as part of our 
overall outreach and, and messaging campaign too. So um, it's it's easy to market this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the customers will find you because it sets itself apart so differently that anybody who's looking for a tattoo, you can either go to these traditional ones or, oh, wow, I didn't know ink existed or this concept existed. So just being so unique really helps draw customers. Well, that makes a lot of more sense to me. So where can our audience go and learn more about you and connect with you and get more information with you? Yeah, so please visit us online, um, inktattoos.com slash franchising. That's I-N-Q-T-A-T-T-O-O-S slash franchising. Um, and that'll kind of answer all the questions about what our program looks like and links to, you know, our story and, and even pictures from our flagship location in the store there. Yeah, so. and for those great. out there... And for those who are veterans, we have a veterans page as well. We have a veterans preference program, you know, coming from the military. You know, I, I didn't know a lot about other options out there and when I was getting out. So we're here to also help some veterans transition if they are looking to become business owners. You know, we, we know what they've gone through. So happy to help yes. that way. And yeah. Yes, I'm part of the uh, combined arms here in Houston. And uh, a lot of the veterans are always looking for opportunities of owning a businesses. And uh, a lot of times there is a lot of franchise owners they don't give uh, any discount to franchise uh, uh, veterans. Mm -hmm. And when we work directly with other franchise owners who provide, you know, good incentive for veterans, um, mm -hmm. um, I, I am more advocate for them because yeah. we, me as a military American, mm -hmm. we have served this country for our freedom and we have give a lot uh, to our communities to be free and, uh, mm -hmm. I get emotionally touching when I talk about military. So yeah. <laughs> but you know what, guys, it's been great. I love the uh, energy you guys are bringing. I, I like the idea of your business moving forward to a different methodology, new concept, more the boutique-like systems. I am so thrilled about having you guys in my podcast. I want to thank you for participating, and I wish you guys the best. Thank you. Thank Thanks you for so having much. us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much and uh, I'll see you guys soon. So keep yep. connected. You've been listening to the Inside Story on Franchising with your host, Ricardo Matos. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. That way, you'll never miss a new episode and you can help spread the word to more entrepreneurs like yourself. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.